What's going on, Puzzle Pieces? This is your boy, Brian Hare, and we are super excited because we are coming back pretty soon. Uh, we had to take a quick hiatus due to the fact of, one, uh, we work a lot. Two, PTO is not promised. So you got to take it today. Um, but we're going to have a replay, a great replay. We have a lot of episodes. We have over 100 episodes, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to pull one from the hat. And since Mother's Day is coming up, we are going to pull a Mother's Day episode that's going to be so sweet and so bright to your soul. We love our mamas. Hopefully you love your mama. If your mama's alive, we love her. If your mama's not here, we're praying for her. All the great things. So listen, listen to this week's episode. We're going to come back next week bigger, better, stronger than ever. Well-rested, right? Better looking, which is tough because we find uh, top of the line, all that kind of great stuff. But we're super excited to be back next week. We're going to have a great conversation and great topics for you to hear. So continue to do all the things you do. Subscribe. Listen to every episode we've ever had. Give us five stars and nothing at all. Uh, you know, leave comments. Do all the great things. And uh, we'll be back probably before Jesus or not. We'll see. Well, thank you. And uh, I appreciate everything you all do. Continue to listen. And we love you. Uh, and it's always a great day to be black. Peace. Just trying to figure out what this life is about. I'm a black man trying not to get caught. I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw. You know it's a big world, so easy to get lost. I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw, jigsaw. Centimetro de territorio. Vamos a alcanzar, vamos a crecer, vamos a multiplicar. ¿Dónde están los leones en la casa de Dios? Sí, los leones, levanten sus manitas. Tú eres quien te Maybe you're wondering why we started this off with a Spanish prayer, a Spanish Pentecostal prayer. Listen. Well, it's for two reasons. If you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, today is Cinco de Mayo, oh, and today okay. is also the National Day of Prayer. So, oh. so, so in order oh. to, to reference them both, I want to say Glorious de Jesus and welcome, <laughs> Bienvenido. Whatever oh. you say that to the Till El Jigsaw podcast. I am Joshua Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm senior <laughs> something. <laughs> yes, and we don't talk about Bruno. Hey, but welcome to another episode where your wow. favorite Casa Negros okay. get together. <laughs> Pentecostal Latinos. You, link, you see how I linked it? I love it. You see okay. how I linked it? Welcome where your favorite Casa Negros get together <laughs> and talk about the craziest puzzle piece ever created as the jigsaw of life. Um, but we talk about the perils, the praises, mm-hmm. the productivity, and the pump circumstance of being black millennials trying to figure this thing out. Brian. Yes, sir. <laughs> Como estas? <laughs> Bien y tú también. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how to say it's a good day to be black. It's always a good day to be El black. bueno, dia Todos. bueno, um, negrito. Buenos dias, this good morning. Um, hmm. Um, ooh. Let me S Google this. S. <laughs> That's a Google. <laughs> Google Translate. <laughs> Google Translate. Let's Spanish see here. English. English. Um, let's do English. It's always. English. A great day. To be black. A great day to day to be black. That's what we need. We need a, a, a intern to do stuff for us. It says, siempre es un gran día para ser negra. 
Let me see if mine's the feminine version. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, masculine siempre es un gran día para ser negro. Yeah, siempre es un gran día para ser negro. Yeah. <laughs> Let's rewind. So, ask me, ask me again. Ask me again. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. Como es you, 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 uh, <laughs> Hold on, do it again. <laughs> Hola, Senor Brian. ¿Cómo estás? Siempre es un gran día para ser negro. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I said, oh. No, <laughs> no entiendo. No. He said, oh. <laughs> no entiendo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I know that much. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Shout out to all our single. Um, <laughs> what you say? I, I said Ule Vukushe. What? Ain't that French, nigga? Yes, Lord. My God. Mm. Pentecost is on the way. He's spoken other tongues. El Pollo so. Loco. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be eating tacos tomorrow. <laughs> Listen. Queso, Listen. guacamole, Listen. drinking margaritas. Listen. I'm having a, a company happy hour with Blavity. Mm. So we're going to we're going to enjoy ourselves. Um you remember last week when I um let you hear in Elise Chapa slept me out on the show? Mhm. Okay, so my mother, I was talking to her uh <laughs> Talking okay. And she said, let me tell you something. I said, what? She said, you know I went on strike on this podcast. I said, I understand. Oh, <laughs> she said, and the one day I decide <laughs> to press play, here you go with your potty mouth. She said, and then Brian comes along. She she put on a cake for you. She said, good old Brian came on and said, that's why Mother Rod's don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I said, and I said, Mama, I said, now nah, what you nothing do is me. I said, what you understand is Brian's mouth is a little bit more pottier than mine. <laughs> she said, Well, I wouldn't know because boy, I, I stopped right there. He didn't say nothing pot. He didn't have no potty mouth. <sighs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I said, Well, Mama, I said, if you listen tomorrow, we're talking about mamas. I said, so tune. Mm-hmm. I said, now nah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you. I don't know what we're gonna say in between <laughs> the beginning. And the part we get to mamas, but what I'm letting you know is that we talking about mamas, so you know you get balls. You can listen to. Oh, speaking of people of like a Latin descent, I was listening to the radio today, and one of an artist I really enjoy popped up, and I went and I was I intentionally made a note to ask you. Where are we going to this? Where are we going? You know, it's it's a very simple question. (laughs) I feel like it's gonna be messy. It's not. It's not. It's not. Not today. Not today. I'm okay. not talking about. I'm not talking about your participation trophy college friends. I'm talking about an actual person with an established career in education, and that is Miguel. Where is he? Oh, where is Miguel? Where is Miguel? I think he has new music coming out sometime. So I'm sure. Adorn that, 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 that last one. Hold on, yeah, the album after after Adorn. Listen, do much though. I mean, because Miguel, the, the song that came on was Sure Thing. Oh, good song. Let me tell you, he passed. He is a analogy and metaphor savant. Mm-hmm. Because if you be the cash, mm-hmm. I'll be the rubber band. You be mm-hmm. the match, I will be the fuse. Boom. Boom. Painter, baby, you could be the muse. I'm the reporter, baby. You could be the news because you're the cigarette. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm the, I'm the smoker. Mm-hmm. We raise a bet because you're the joker checked off. You are the chalk. I could be the black boy. You could be the talk. I mm-hmm. could be the wall. Yeah. Even when the sun is shining. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Do it, Brian. You got to faith in you. Put your little head in That boy got it. He got it. He do got it. I was thinking about this. Well, let me ask Brian. I ain't heard from Miguel in a while. We have. Is he still alive? Well, he, he ain't was, flew about here. Yeah, well, no, nah, he ain't flew about it. He was going through, <laughs> you know, the little thing with him and his wife. You know, they had separated, and I don't, I don't keep together. up. I don't yeah, keep I think up. all those things. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the prayer warriors started praying and interceding for their relationship. I think they. Back Where are we? It's the National Day of Prayer. Maybe we can pray right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you touch that marriage. <laughs> And you see your healing angels, <laughs> Timmy Gal, and that mm. woman that he's married to in Jesus. I might bust out a random to pray the whole episode just because it's oh, a national, do it. day, it's of national day of prayer. Do it's it. a national day of prayer. And we're on the road to Pentecost. Huh? Uh, God touches niggas everywhere. What, what? <laughs> 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 what is it? Oh, came on, came on, say, Ma. Came on, say, Ma. <laughs> I can see my voice. I can see my voice. I can, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? I, I, can, I can switch it <laughs> up, right? Ma. Right. She Cuban and Indian. Okay. That's why she around color contacts. Because when everybody right. else was doing, they'd be asking me, my eyes are real. Um, so crazy. Oh, I'm gonna miss Pentecost Sunday. It's June 5th. Where'd you gonna be? I'm gonna be at uh in, I'm going to the Roost Picnic. I can't wear my all white. You wear you better wear your all white to that picnic. <laughs> Get you a white linen suit. Listen, and then point to old shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dr. Sebi probably wore all white linen suits. I'm what? sure he was somebody who was... <laughs> he I had a Holy Ghost. I just feel like he was somebody who would enjoy the Roots picnic. Mm-hmm. He wore all white suits. Mm-hmm. You could wear all white. Represent Pen- Matter of fact, bring you a dove and release it at the picnic. Release it. <laughs> and at the, whole, the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Bring a temporary like happy preacher. God rest his soul. Rest his soul. And that'll be like your... Pentecostal tribute or something. Mm-hmm. God touched the family of Happy Preacher in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm just gonna be praying. I don't know. Just, I don't just know when it's, I don't know when it's gonna come out. <laughs> I'm gonna be praying today. Talk All to right, the, Brian. To the hospitals everywhere. Oh, 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 oh you over yonder in the hospital. <laughs> oh, Ishkatow. You. <laughs> That's a good Bishop Mason. That's a good Man be healed. Woman be delivered. We cast the devil out of the mind. Now. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. You had a good uh, good Bishop Mason. That's good. <laughs> yes. Oh, that man prayed. I remember once I listened to that thing and I had to almost pull over my car. <laughs> Said, this, it's so good. This ninety-year-old prayer Listen, is still stirring. Do you hear it's still me? Got power. Jesus, it's still got the power. entire Christ. Oh, He's All cool. right, song of the week, bro. It's on you. <sighs> it's it's tough because okay, um, it's in theme, but it's not within theme. Mm-hmm. Um, you gonna sing it or you gonna play it? I'm gonna. We've been it. gone, Brian. We need you to bust them vocal cords out. I'm, You're sitting I'm here with a freshly, um, a freshly cut hair, line beard. Give the people what they need. You're looking like an R&B group member. Give the people what they need, brother. <laughs> Sing to us. I can't. Well, the song I was gonna, I was gonna play. I don't know if it's really, you know, like I, not for vocals. Okay, go. Okay, um, I, I'll let you have. Okay. Go ahead, play it. Come on, come okay. on. Okay, here it goes. All right, here it goes. <laughs> Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my mama. <laughs> 
I'm not mad at this. There's layers to this thing, right? What's us on our mamas, on our hoods. And we look good because of our mamas. It's a song of affirmation. It's a song look of hope. It. it is. Who sings that? Uh, it is it's like Charlie, Charlie, Boy. Charlie Boy. Charlie Boy. <laughs> so Jaden knows the entire verse. <laughs> I think he's the only human who knows the entire verse. <sighs> I exposed him to that song. <laughs> he be, be, he be like, hundred on my neck, well, diamond on my stop. Why he be like, I've learned the words. Listen to him go so hard on this one song that people just know the chorus. Anyway, that child of mine. You ready to get into a blessed report? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, we're here at the Blessed Report where we shout out black folks doing great black things. And this time we usually try to shout out a black business owner so this week we're going to uh shout out to ashley williams and shades to crave so you're saying well who's ashley williams where she come from who shaves the crave so shades to crave is uh well one ashley williams is the ceo of shades to crave she actually started the company back in 2013 when she said that there was a loss of income in the household so every other day she would go to different plazas and selling her sunglasses and you know did some pop-ups here and there and now she has a store so you can go to shades oh, they're sunglasses uh, sunglasses I don't know yeah I crave this was a skin uh, <laughs> go ahead <laughs> Shades to crave. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, I can see that. Yeah. Shades go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to let you finish, Meta God. Do your thing. Yeah. So the brand is officially Shades or Shades, Shades, Shades. There's two S's in there. Shades to crave. Um, they have air, they have affordable sunglasses for everyone. Um, our prices that they say are, are budget for everyone. So you can pretty much find everything there at Shades, uh, S H A D E S S T O k-r-a-v-e dot net you can go out there to order your sunglasses this is a black woman doing black things a black business owner and she's probably gonna be like man they shouted me out and i don't even know who these guys are but sh- <laughs> shouts out to <laughs> shades of crave it is summertime summertime is coming up and you need to have your shades so why not get shades from a black woman so shouts out to shades of craves shades to crave um and ashley williams their ceo go out and support um, I don't know if we have any people on the rest of the report. So what did God do this week, Joshua? Because because Miguel is still here and I thought he might have flew up out of here. God stayed the hand of death. God, we thank you for keeping us here on earth and keeping us in our right mind in Jesus name. <laughs> it just comes out of you. It, it just comes. comes it's the national day of prayer. <laughs> if Dude, I don't pray no more this month, I'm going to pray today. <laughs> all right ready to get to the billboard then let's get it let's do it let's do it so this week on the billboard we want to stay in the theme of black excellence and shout out um take a look it's in a book, in a book. it's reading rainbow oh. i can do any 
everything. <laughs> Legs to go, uh-huh. wings to grow. Uh-huh. It's reading rainbow, reading rainbow. The barber, <laughs> the host <laughs> of Reading Rainbow, is getting his flowers. The beloved um, former host of the show will receive a lifetime achievement award at the inaugural Children's and Family. Emmys in December. How is this any different than the regular Emmys? The National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences right. they announced it this week. Um, Burton's decade. Wasn't um, LeVar also Toby? He, Kunta. Yeah, Kunta Kente. To, to Turned Toby. Toby. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. Okay, okay. <laughs> Burton's decade-long career also includes portraying There it is, of Kunta Kente. It's in the notes. Mm-hmm. In the 1977 <laughs> ABC <laughs> miniseries Roots um, and um, Mm-hmm. That man mm-hmm. from the 1986 Star Trek, The Next Generation. I can't pronounce that right. <laughs> no tricky. Uh, but shout out to LeVar Burton. People love LeVar. Um, I do. Great personality. He should have been the next host of Jeopardy, although he didn't mm-hmm. do the greatest job doing this, this right. little guest stint. But still, everybody right. gets. Everybody has the opportunity to mess up once. We said it with Viola Davis, like Viola last week. You know what I'm saying? And he should he should mm-hmm. be the next host. Uh, speaking yeah. of things in the stars and in the galaxy, stars, the television uh-huh. show, I mean, well, the mm-hmm. television network, whether, um, has this great show called Run the World. Um, it is another show about four black women. You know, that's, that, that is a popular setup for shows. We have Living Single. We had Girlfriends. We had Insecure. We got mm-hmm. Run the World. We have Harlem. There might have been some more that we out there missing, but this one is Run the World. The cast is getting even bigger stars that's the word stars announced that they've added some new characters on season two tika sumter mm-hmm. the former the former michelle obama uh mm-hmm. in the first portrayal of her will be joined. It's so many connections this week um so tika sumter will be joining the cast in recurring role and one of brian's faves mm-hmm. i mean particular face miss oh, yeah. freddie brooks it's, from a different yeah, world um legally gosh. known as Chris summers and ashley mm-hmm. blame Ooh, with herself from dear white people brian how do you yes. did, did you watch run the world let's start there i, I did not not yet oh okay well i was gonna ask you how you feel about the addition of the women but you know I, i'm hey, hey, black women it's 2022 and the, the more thing let me say let me just say this about my brother <laughs> The more things seem to change, the more they stay the same. Brian ain't going to watch no show until he's forced to. <laughs> okay? So, okay. I'm can we watch it before next? Can we watch before next August? Oh, yeah. I can watch it before then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> I know you got stars because I use your account. So, I need you to. I need you to go. I need you to go watch it. It's, a, it's decent. It's decent. It's, it's pretty it's, good. I, I it's pretty it, good. I it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's not it's not insecure. <laughs> it ain't even girlfriends, but it mm. is it is good. It's it's pretty good. Is it at least living single? Ooh, no. Well, living single is like is the, the best one. <laughs> okay, living single. It's um, hmm. It's not better than any of those. But if I would compare it to anything, it'll be more in sync with girlfriends. Okay. Um. So it's good. It's not better than girlfriends to me, but it's it is. It, I enjoyed it. Um. Got so it. I hope that season two does not disappoint. Um. Considering disappointments, Tropicana has always been mm-hmm. to me 
the mm-hmm. food depot of juices and what they're doing now oh. is trying to jump into <laughs> <laughs> the, the cereal gang of the orange juice brand announced <laughs> that, they, that, that they have made a new cereal uh, specifically for orange juice tropicana crunch is a crispy honey almond is let me make sure is a crispy honey almond cereal oh you so almondy you're and so it's, almond. it's gonna be I'm available made for today Today mm-hmm. it came out today. We're recording this today. Um, the company said that it might not be for everyone. You darn skip it, but whether you hate it or you love it, but you won't know until you try. It. I don't have to try that. I don't to know. Try. Are you going to buy? Are you going to let Brooklyn eat uh, honey crisp almond orange juice? That that, that's not even smart. Like, why don't you have <laughs> like orange juice already has a level of sugar in it, and yeah. then you're adding it to More a sugar. bowl of sugar, and then you putting an almond taste in it, almond an almond orange covered juice? orange. An orange covered almond, whatever. Mm-mm. That don't even I sound said, like it's gonna nah. taste good. And then what does that mesh with milk? It's like orange juice in your milk. Because I don't drink milk anyway. I eat my cereal like chips. But for really? you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I don't, when I say I, I don't drink milk, I don't. I don't like milk. Not even almond milk. I can do almond milk. I can do almond milk and like not to drink. Okay, yeah, I do know. for my cereal. Almond milk for like. Mm-hmm. Almond milk, cashew milk, for and uh, and and the one thing, the biggest reason is not just be, not just because of the milk taste, but for me, I have a I have I'm a big I'm big on textures, mm. and when that cereal gets soft, oh okay, it's just okay, something about that. that I can't. I feel like somebody already chewed it. What's the point? This mm. came out of somebody's grandma's mouth after they put their dentures on it. Don't want it. Same with oatmeal. Understood. Soft tacos. I just <laughs> it's a texture thing. So tomorrow, if the restaurant does not have hard shell tacos, I will be eating nachos, <laughs> chips and sauce all night. That, that's the works. Mexican food or a taco man. salad. That's what it is. That works. Um. Anyway, but no one's doing the Tropicana orange juice flavored cereal, so y'all could have kept that. Speaking of things that look like it came out of left field, the Met Gala is always... Mm-hmm. Giving us looks and fashions that we don't quite understand. And 2022 <laughs> proved to be a little bit of the same. Niggas wore suits. Niggas wore dresses. Ladies wore gowns. <laughs> um, Russell Westbrook had on a whole kilt skirt, a leather skirt. Mm-hmm. He looked like he he looked like the uh, he looked like the uh, what's what's the people who wear the black? The, he looked like a goth person on a Pentecostal youth day. He looked terrible. Bye. He looked absolutely <laughs> terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh, as in the words of the late great uh, Miss R-E-S-P-E-C-T herself, beautiful gowns were all over the place. Beautiful um, gowns. Brian, did you watch the gala? You know, did you tune in? Did you, you know, keep up with the fashions? They were hitting the internet. Because I know they were all over the place. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, I, I you know saw I mean? like on on social media. I don't really. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I went into the Hades room, which is the shade room, and um, I saw that they were posting people who had their stuff out. Nikki allegedly had she had some some big designer um do her stuff. It was like a pants cat suit with a a, a wrap around thing. Um, Swiss Beats had a Letterman jacket on top of his tux. Okay. It was weird. Alicia Keys will not let us forget that she's from New York because she had the whole skyline on a cape that was attached to her dress. It's, it was, and I can even recognize what the theme. Hillary Clinton had on a, a dress that I looked did like she, that. she didn't she steam up. it. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was a little wrinkle, and I'm sure that was a nice, nicely proportioned kidney heel under that dress. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. She, what she was, what was what was William though? 
You know what Williams was at. <laughs> you know what Williams was doing. <laughs> Where was William? My you know God. But no, the Met Gala's happened. It came and it went. Um, speaking of something that's coming, Brian, I will want I will want to announce this. Cat Williams is coming with a new mm-hmm. comedy special called World War Three. Are okay. you anticipating it at all? Um, anticipating, not really, but I am going to watch. <laughs> Are you it. going to watch it? I'm going to watch it. I, do you think I, it's going I'm, to be funny, or do you think he's going? He's just he's like kind of lost his touch. Uh, I don't know, but but with comedy specials, I think in the past he's been consistently good. Mm-hmm. So I I would I would trust Cat Williams. I would I would spend my time to watch Cat Williams, even if I don't have any. Um. If, I, if I'm not sure, I will still trust that he's gonna be. He's gonna say something yeah. funny. Yeah, the way he ended Wanda Smith's career. Oh my like, god! You know, he can do anything. He, he I can do <laughs> anything. Places to go and wings to grow. <laughs> Rainbow. So good. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree it with is. you. I agree with you. Um, Cat has been consistent as wild as he is and as crazy as he has proven to be in the last few years he, mm-hmm. he's consistently funny and uh actually our boy chancy actually wrote that he actually was at the recording oh right. um okay. yeah you know shout out to chancy again chancy was there chancy do all the things chancy do all the chancy. things he's just he's gonna be a celebrity i'm just glad he's to know connected. him he's connected. Glad to just remember us he would he went viral that one time on tiktok he when did, uh, the lady ate the, uh, the girl ate them product so- at lush <laughs> He's like, oh my god, that's us. And I was like, and I didn't, I didn't know that I was him. Then I was, then he posted. That I was like, oh, that's you. Like I didn't Chancy, know that. that's our brother. Chancy, just being being popular and famous. Yeah, I, I trust, I trust uh, Cat Williams. I'll definitely be watching it um, when it comes. The one thing that I don't trust, and a lot of us don't trust, is the American government, we and don't. they are proving why we do not trust them. Because Roe versus Wade will be, te- will is will potentially be overturned. For those mm-hmm. of you who do not know, Roe v. Wade is the landmark historic case that made abortion legal in mm-hmm. the United States. Um, and as of recently, there's a draft opinion that's been circulated among Supreme Court justices that suggests um, that earlier this year, majority of them have thrown support behind overturning the 1973 case. Um, according to a report published uh, Monday night in Politico, uh, Chief Justice Roberts confirmed the memo, but addressed the leak and said to the extent this betrayal of the confidences of the court was intended to undermine the integrity of our operations. It will not succeed. The work of the court will not be affected in any way. Um, more than 20 states have laws that could restrict or ban abortion soon after um, the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade. Um, Brian. Yes. The floor is yours. Um, okay. So it's interesting. Right. Okay. So I am on the thing about abortion is nuance to it. Sure. First and foremost, as a heterosexual man who's never and will never carry a human being in my body, mm-hmm. I'm not in any position to be like, you need to do this. You need to carry that baby for nine months mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this and that, right? Right. Um, because I'm still under the mindset that, you know, we're behind in terms of men, you know, have not having the accountability to, you know, have to have contraceptives and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Like, right. You know, all we the probably, pressures we on women. About that. We probably should have had a pill first. 
Yeah, right. Um, because there's a greater opportunity for us to to we can get more people pregnant than a woman can get pregnant. So sure. I think the responsibility should have been on men to begin with. Um am I a proponent for abortion? I'm not gonna say I'm a proponent as far as the fact of like I'm hundred percent, yeah, I'm I'm for, but I'm for people having the right to choose whatever they decide to do with their body. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and if if that is the argument, you know, people were saying I should have the right to wear a mask, not to wear a mask. Right. Those are the same people that are saying, like, no, you shouldn't, you know, do this and that. Right. Yeah. I think there's also yeah. there's hypocrisy uh, in, in within the political segments. There are um, older gentlemen making these decisions or even with religion, like we are, I am an ordained elder in a particular denomination. Those that know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but even with that being said, um, like if, if that's your choice, God gives the ability to choose what we want to choose. I yeah. remember there's a scripture I want to say is Deuteronomy, and I'm not trying to take things out of context, but within that, it said, like, you know, I said before you life and death, I want you to choose life, but you can choose whatever you want to choose. Right. So within that, like God gives us the ability to make the decisions based off of what we want to do. Sure. Um, within anything, in any area of life, God gives us the ability to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, if that's what somebody chooses to do, we don't know what their circumstances are. We don't know what issues they are. Sure. They're having, you know, and even as a person who I'm an adoption, you know, proponent, I'm a person who loves and believes in adoption. I understand it. Right. I, I'm not to be the person to say you sh- yeah, I'm going to make it legal or make it illegal for you to get an abortion, carry the baby for nine months. Right. And then the same people, um, this should probably be a great conversation. I might not even do a great conversation. The same people who are like against abortion are against welfare. Right. Mm. Um, they themselves aren't um, creating any legislation to help those who get pregnant and yeah. cannot provide for the children. Um, as a person who has adopted before, adoption processes is extremely hard. It's extremely expensive. Right. And the same people who are are trying to force people to have ch- children are the same people um, who aren't even adopting. Right. So it's like you just, you know, you're doing all this stuff. And those same people really don't care about life. So if, 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 if life and cherishing life is a thing, mm-hmm. and some people, I'm speaking for the unborn, right? Mm-hmm. Um, people are saying things like that. It's their child, right? Right, and, no, and these I are the same these are the same people that 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 I don't want my kids to learn this. I don't want my kids to be taught this, mm-hmm. right? Now you're going into other people's families and households and stuff and telling them how they should do what they do. So I think it's hypocrisy all across the board. Uh, I don't want to compare apples to oranges, but I just think it's just um, foolishness. And overall, again, I believe every woman should have the right to choose whatever she decides to do with her body. It's her body. It's her life. Um, and it's no one else's. So that's that's all I have to say about that. I agree. I don't really don't have the only thing that I would add because you took everything that I was going to say pretty much um, right out of my mouth, specifically around how the same people who scream pro life really aren't pro life because no. once that life is here, you stop caring about it. Like you said, they don't provide right. welfare. They talk about welfare queens and people, you know, mm-hmm. pimping out the system and things like that. But some of these people, once one circumstance mm-hmm. of abortion are mothers who feel they're not ready to provide or yeah. just feel they're not ready to be a mom. And they could mm-hmm. they could be very well off and just right. not. So would you rather them be a rich, terrible parent? 
You know what I'm saying? Right. And the, but they're making that decision. Then we have the cases where it is um, rape or incest and all these mm-hmm. kind of terrible things, right? Where people make that type of choice. Um, so that's the thing. I The meme has been floating around, but I agree with it 1,000%. Men should not be making laws about women's mm-hmm. bodies. At all. Quite, period. Um, the same way that birth control is an option for women. Me and you talked about that before, Brian. No one's forcing a woman mm. to take birth control, right? Um, mm. And I think if it became something that was available to me and no one would force us, but I think it should just be, it should just be that. All of these things right. that affect our body, our hormones should be that. And they should not be demonized. These are people's choices. Uh, I understand that just like Brian, I'm an ordained elder, contrary to popular belief in sound. Um, <laughs> I am an ordained elder in the same reformation. Um, mm-hmm. However, those beliefs that I was brought up with, I don't necessarily align with totally concerning mm-hmm. this issue right. today. Um if I was in a situation personally, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what me and my partner, first of all, there's not much I could do but provide my context and my perspective, right? Mm-hmm. right? Because ultimately it's not my body. Um, right. But what I will say is that uh, um, I couldn't tell you what my perspective would be on, you know, until I got into a situation where that type of choice was being made. And then once right. I offered my perspective, right, it would still be on my partner um, to make the final decision about right. what happens now how i how i deal with that decision mm-hmm. how i cope with that decision it's totally up to me and my therapist right? right but at the end of the day right i can't control that decision uh i do disagree with the train of thought that if you are in partnership with someone that the man has no voice i think he should be able to voice his perspective right mm-hmm. i do think he what the one thing he does not have is control because we right. don't have control but right. i think it is i ain't gonna say irrational but i think for me i'm just gonna mm-hmm. say this and people can say whatever they want um i think offering a pers- listening to his perspective because he did help create right listening to mm-hmm. that perspective should be honored but at the same right. time that man should also step, up, step back and say now that i've given you that Right. It's up to you to make the decision, right? And then right. we as men have to live with said decision. Again, yep. all of that nuance still mm-hmm. leads to the bottom line of choice, right? Yep. And I think that uh, I not only do I think I believe women are being stripped away from that choice. And another mm-hmm. meme that has been floating around, which is very true, is that overturning this will not stop abortions. It's going to stop unsafe abortions. Right. I mean, it's going to stop safe abortions. Uh, so right. so for people who can't get into a clinic or a doctor's office, they're going to do like some of the women who's getting these butt lifts who can't afford. They're going to go to these overseas countries. They're going to go to the auntie. They're going to go to the witch doctors in the neighborhood, all these other mm-hmm. folks who've been doing all this unsafe stuff. And we're going to have women. We're going to have this, you know, rise in, you know, women with diseases and infections and possible deaths because it was not illegal to do something. Right, that they thought was best, and then there's going through all these weird, unsanitary, um, unethical ways of getting this done mm-hmm. when it could have just been done, you know, in a medically professional way, very clean, very sterile, very whatever, um, and robbing women of their choice, specifically right. from, like you said, Brian, from me and making these decisions who will never, one, Mm-mm. possibly face that type of decision, never, but then two, um, really does do, do. 
don't don't hold the capacity to make that decision. And the real gag is, is that most of y'all who are on that side of it, your daughters and your mistresses have had abortions in the name of stuff oh. that you want to cover it up. So let's yep. just keep it a real book. Yep. So this is about poor people not being able to. This ain't got nothing to do with your scandals and your issues no. um, that you won't cover it up. But that's a whole nother conversation for another day. And with that being said, that might be the greatest conversation because I will read a nigga (laughs) um, if we're going to really get to the real nitty gritty of it all. Right. But anyway, uh, that's all I have. Um, I would sing about Josh Rogers' athletic abbreviation. I'm just going to jump into it because I just want to talk about it. The Grizzlies, since the last mm-hmm. conversation, has made it to the second round of the yeah. playoffs. Um, I said we mm-hmm. didn't talk about the playoffs last time. We talked about we talked about the draft. Um, Brian, before we get mm-hmm. into the playoff conversation, just a tad, did you watch the draft? Did, who did the Carolina pick? Was there anybody of note or interest to you since that's your team? Did you get a quarterback? You know, I know you said you were looking for got a, got a quarterback, Matt, Matt Coral. Did I watch the draft? No. We had a draft party with the, you know, with the brothers. Um, did we watch the draft? Nah. We just hung out, you know, doing kind of stuff that we mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really haven't followed anything. I'll probably go back and research to see what happens. Um, but we did, we did draft a quarterback, which I was excited about. Um, so we'll see what happens. I don't have any hope for the future in terms of anytime soon. <laughs> well, that being, was right. <laughs> being a strong team anytime soon. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're just here. We're just here. Okay. So let's go into the playoffs. Okay. The Grizzlies got those Timberwolves <laughs> right on up out of there. They, they got them right. That that Grizzly Bear went and chewed down on that Timberwolf and got them right on them. Sent that nigga right back to Minnesota in the Twin Cities. Sent them right on back to Target Arena. And the FedEx mm-hmm. form prevailed again. Whoop that trick in the words of 3-6 and the Mafia. Okay. Um, who run it in the words of 3-6 and the Mafia? They said, <laughs> these ain't running, but y'all mouth. Because the next nigga steps me, the next nigga get tossed out. Okay. That's the kind of city. I saw somebody say on, on a Memphis page today, the Golden State didn't know what they was coming to. They playing South Memphis basketball. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Or the, either we going to whoop y'all in basketball or we going to whoop y'all. <laughs> either way, somebody get whooped when you come down somebody to Memphis. Whooped. Somebody get whooped. So they, they lost their first game by one point um, to the Golden States, the Steph Curry and the Warriors. I thought, based on what I was watching, by some sloppy plays, Ja didn't have the best game. Um, they couldn't close it like they needed to, but they came back and redeemed themselves. Ja scored 47 points um, in the game, mm-hmm. this last game, bringing the series tie 1-1. One one. They head back to the Bay Area of California love, and they're going to mm-hmm. play game three on um, Steph Curry be at home. And I'm hoping that the Grizzlies can take it because they won every game against the Warriors in the regular season. We do know that this ain't the regular season. Mm-hmm. The mindset is different. Um, but I got, a, I got a little message I want to send out to Mr. Patrick Beverly. Uh, Patrick okay. Beverly play over there in the Minnesota Timberwolves. He decided that he wanted to tweet out 47 point sheets. That didn't happen during our series, just saying. But what did happen during your series that you mm-hmm. gave up three double-digit leads in the fourth quarter. That's what that's also ain't happening right now. What right. also happened in your series, brother, that you lost and you're going home. Steph Curry and them ain't did that yet. So how about you keep tweeting from your couch and enjoying right. the game like the rest of us regular degular fans, Mr. Beverly, and quit worrying about what's happening over here in, in grit and grind country. What's going down here in Memphis, man? Worry about what's happening over there with the Timberwolves. Nothing. That's all I'm saying. Your thoughts, Brian. Are, are you, I'm not, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a real deal 
um, pseudo sports fan, which means I'm really mm. only watching this series. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> any concepts, ideas about other, are, are the Hawks still in the playoffs? Um, did they lose? Nah, did they get eliminated? Um, um, I'm a type of person, even though I love basketball. Are the Celtics like, and stuff the, still playing? Celtics are still playing. Celtics are playing versus the Bucks. Okay. Uh, Heat are playing versus the Sixers. In the Western Conference, it is the Mavericks versus the Suns and the Grizzlies versus the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a Laker fan. I, I love the NBA, but I'm a Laker fan. So yeah. since the Laker ain't made, made the playoffs, I'm like, I'm gonna use that time to like. To, I'm just. I'm. I'll just not watch basketball. It's yeah. okay. That means you I'm got okay a lot with of that. Time. A lot of time. Uh, <laughs> I would not. There's other things I can be watching. Like, I love basketball, but like it, like you know, uh, it's, it's 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 tough to watch when your team is not in there. And no, I get it. you know, there are teams I'm going for. I'm definitely going for the Grizzlies in the Western Conference. I want them to win the Western Conference. Um, on the East, I I can care less. So at this point, I'm going for the Grizzlies. Um, shouts out to Steve Kerr, who's a a, a douchebag, talking about. Uh, what's the dude thing? Dylan Brooks was a dirty player and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. you have Draymond Green on your team, bro. You have you had Zaza Pachulia stick his foot under Dern, Kawhi Leonard, and he broke his almost broke his darn ankle and was out for the whole series. You just say nothing about any dirty play or none of those things. But now when you know Dylan Brooks. You know, makes a play that was a little, you know, wasn't the smartest play. You talking about, you know, you're breaking the code and all that kind of stuff. Sneaker, shut up. Like, yeah. get knocked out like Jordan did to you before. Like, just go somewhere, man. You inherited a team that was already, you know, a top tier team. Mm-hmm. You know, it, then you got Kevin Durant after that. Like, you are not even a, like a. You it showed when you didn't have Clay and when you didn't had uh didn't have Steph Curry what kind of coaching you did. Mm-hmm. You didn't do nothing. When you didn't have your stars, you didn't do nothing. So, like, I don't even think he's that really great of a coach. He has amazing talent on his team. Every year he's been a coach there, he had amazing talent, except for one year where they had a lot of injuries and they didn't do much. So, Steve Kerr, sit down, shut up. I don't like you. Um, you know. And shout out to things. T. Morant. People are giving him slack, but that is, they a, are. That, that is a supportive that is a, a sh- black father. It is. He cool. I've heard that he's, you know, very personable to fans and staff uh, in the arena and on the Grizzlies team. And uh, he is nowhere near like Mr. Ball. Um, no, that man is abrasive and obnoxious. And I'm not seeing that same kind of energy from T. Morant. Um, but prayers up to my Grizzlies. Super exciting. Yep. I've been hearing all my Memphis friends talk about the energy that's in the city, uh, the excitement that's in the city. Memphis in May is going on right now. The Bill Street Music Fest just happened. So it is like crazy. And I'm actually kind of upset that I wasn't there because Meg was at Bill Street Music Fest. Mm. Uh, Three Six Mafia reunited at the Bill Street Music mm. Fest. So like, I'm just kind of, it was, they, they had a really great lineup this year. Um, but anyway, with that being said, understood and accepted, Brian, it is Mother's Day weekend. It is. It is Mother's Day weekend. And we want to pay homage to the woman's, um, the woman's who compromised their vaginas so that mm. we could be here. So we're going to, we're going to get, we're going to be able to do that. So grab Grab your snacks, grab your drinks, grab your Mother's Day cards, your flowers, your balloons, and all the things. Meet us in the living room, and let's have this really dope conversation. That's my song. 
Didn't they love the intro? <laughs> Didn't they? A good night's sleep. Oh, she's one of a kind. You got yours, and I got mine. Hey, mama, my heart belongs to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what copyright and all the kind of stuff we get called for that, but uh. It's a great song. You only get one. You only get one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <it's> so good. <sighs> yes. Well, we are here. It is Mother's Day weekend it as you're listening to this. So hopefully, for first and foremost, let's pray for those Woo! who thank have your God for every yes. mother that is here. Thank you for God for every mother that was here. And God, we thank you right now for the peace that you give to the people who have lost their mothers. Touch them. <laughs> In a special way. Ha! Jehovah Shalom, that's who you are. Sending your peace to him right now, God. Wrap your loving arms around him. Let him know that you care and that you love him. You are the God that can lift up a spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs> it is the National Day of Prayer. Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play Shirley Caesar. I remember mama. In a special way. In a special way. What was that special uh, way? Listen. Now, Brian. Right. Go ahead. What would you better say? Shouts out to um, it is Mother's Day weekend approaching, and you know, um, Josh and I. For those that do not know, uh, we do have mothers that are still in the land of the living. Thank <laughs> we God. do. Um, I thought you was going to end it that we still, we we got mothers. I'm like, mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we do love our moms. We do love our moms. So first and foremost, let me give a shout out to Cynthia. Uh, I do love you, mom. I appreciate you. Uh, and Josh, want to give a shout out to your mom real quick? Yeah, Robin Rochelle. I love you so much, woman. <laughs> you my girl. <laughs> Listen, so it's only appropriate to have a Mother's Day episode where we kind of talk about, you know, the things of of motherhood, not in terms of our knowing what that is, but really giving a shout out, kind of talk about what that looks like, our yeah. relationship with our moms. Um, because we can be considered mama's boys, right? Oh, um, I am. Unapologetically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, within that being said, Josh, what is your relationship with your mom? What does that look? Oh, like? it is it is amazing. <laughs> so she definitely is still mama, but mm-hmm. I will say college shifted us from um we 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 still have a mother son dynamic, but now we have more of a friend ship kind of thing that's inserted there as well. Um, she'll call mm-hmm. me asking for my opinion and advice, not just on things, but like stuff she's literally going through. Right. Um, so it's 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 cool. My mom is very much so a um a person of order and protocol. Um, so mm-hmm. even like so in the church, you know, the evangelist would make sure she okay. references me as elder and uh, oh, in a yeah. former life when I was minister of music, like she really respected that space. But quite literally, mm-hmm. as soon as we got in the car together. <laughs> 
all of that was back out the door, right? So we've always <laughs> so that was always that was a very interesting dynamic um in church, like serving in that space and those spaces, but then kind of going back mm-hmm. home to mama. Um and then even right. like as an adult, when I go home, like I'm a husband, I'm a father, but like I like to sometimes just sit around my mama and be son. Um, mm-hmm. I do. And, you know, call it spoil, call it whatever. But especially when I was in college, me and, me and my mom would like talk for a couple of hours at a time. Mm-hmm. And we probably still could today. Uh, but, you know, with me being a husband and father, that's just, you know, it's not realistic. But, yeah, our relationship is really good. Now, now we have our tension points, right, mm-hmm. because we agree theoretically um, on some things. And, you know, said at the beginning of the podcast, she stopped listening. <laughs> It's so fun. She loves. She loves me. Thinks she's really proud of the work that I'm doing um, with you, Brian. But she's just like, mm-hmm. you know, some of it. You know, I, she's like, I don't want to hear my son talk about his sex life. I just, I just don't. <laughs> um, so yeah, how about your relationship? Oh uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's evolved over years. Okay. Over the years, um, over time, it has evolved. You know, differently. We are a little more casual. Um, it's interesting. I don't really look at my mom as like you know in the mom light in terms of like um I'm trying to think how i say this to where it's like that's your mom do whatever she says to do you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it's like hey i'll listen to what you say uh i respect your, your conversations but you know we all grown at this point you know what yeah. i mean um i think she's an amazing grandmother uh in terms of you know Brooklyn loves her, so shouts out to that. Uh, and then, of course, my nieces and nephews. Um, yeah, it's just it's interesting. Like you, like you said, we do have our moments where, you know, we get on each other's nerves. Um, my mom swears I'm during technical support. Um, I think that's all black mamas of a certain <laughs> age. She'd be like, hey, I'm trying to uh, connect this thing here, and I see these cords right here, and where do they go? And I'm like, mom, I have no clue what you're talking about. Like no clue. <laughs> so she was like, "What? <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead." Nah, and she she'll go on Facetime and be like, "Well, what I what I do with this and this and this and like I'll be like, Mom, like I don't, I don't, I don't know the things. Like, I don't know any know, of the things. I don't yeah. know the things." So my mom is the same way in terms of tech support, but it's even worse when it comes to things that deal with money. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's this Instagram comedian. Her name is EJ. EJ speaks, and I just I just want to play this for you because this is my mother in terms of okay. when she tries to um, when she tries to get me to to do stuff for when she don't trust technology and stuff. Just let me find it real quick. Okay, here it is. Here it is. You telling me to download an application on my cell phone called Cash Application. And when I do, it's going to get my money from the bank, put it to my phone, put it to your phone, and put it to your bank, Shanitra. You living in a fairy tale, baby girl. They're not going to give you that money. They're going to take that money. How they going to get my banking information then? No, I am not. Now, you may give them your information, but I'm not giving them my Cause I got some sense. See, you don't have no sense, and you don't have no money either. Now, why I can't go down to Bank of America like I've been doing for the last twenty-five years and say, Janine, cause she worked Janine. money through Friday. Can I have my own money? And she put it in my hand. I bring it to my house, and you come get it tomorrow, huh? What's so urgent that you got me getting ready to download an application to my cell phone called Cash Application? <laughs> 
Cash app whatever. Shanidra, are you crazy? <laughs> that that is Robin Rogers <laughs> to the T. <tea. laughs> she now she now has cash app. She now she now has cash app. Well, when I tell you the woman of God gave us trouble, she would be like, I'm gonna go down to the bank. <laughs> I'm gonna put give me your account, give me your name. I'm gonna put it in your account. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go on my lunch, but I was like, Mama, it has to stop. Has Her to. text messages are on the like the the, the large font. Mm-hmm. She lets she has a whole ringtone for text notifications. It goes off for like five minutes when somebody texts her. For text notifications. Brother, I don't even like my phone to vibrate. That thing goes doom, doom, doom. Don't 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 for text. I'd be like, what? Is, she speaks on speakerphone only. <laughs> oh, my mom does that. Jesus help us, Holy Ghost. Help us, Holy Ghost. <laughs> like everywhere. Every, in the store. Like and my mom be loud on the phone. I'm like, mom, like, what are we doing? Here? She, my mom got AirPods now, so she in the store, she be, but she will be on speakerphone. Hold on. Let me get my AirPods out my purse. <laughs> and then she I'd be like, woman, you aren't this old. <laughs> You aren't right. this old. Jesus all. Christ. Yeah. Oh. That's funny. Yeah. But oh. um <laughs> Yeah, so within that, yeah. So it, it was and we can kind of go in the whole thing of things that like the moms do, like because I always say like moms are extra, but they come from like a good place. Oh, for sure. Like my my mom be extra, but she comes from a good place and a good heart. Um, so dynamic, right? Talking about dynamics. So you were the only boy. Yes. Right. There were three of us. So your mother-son relationship was probably a little different because it was really, you know, because, you know, historically, Historically. moms love their sons. Mm -hmm. Um, Fathers love their sons, but I think a mother's love to their sons is completely different. Mm -hmm. Um, And you were the only boy in the house. Mm -hmm. So what was that like in terms of uh, within that relationship? Oh, man. It was... It, it it evolved. I'm going to use your word. Because mm-hmm. I was the, among my siblings, I was the academic. Mm-hmm. I am the academic. So my mom put a lot of pressure on me. So she rolled me really hard um, in my middle school, high school years in terms of performance and school and things like that. So while we mm-hmm. didn't have a strained relationship, it, was, mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't this. Like, I, I felt the mother-son, like, love. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. For example, prom night, I got in really, really late. Woman of God was, my mama is, don't be up super late. Woman of God was up reading her Sunday school lesson. <laughs> 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 when my daddy knocked out, would not go to bed until I walked through them doors, right? Wow. Um, it was like stuff like that, like defending me in spaces. Like she would go to, or she went to bat for my sisters, but mm-hmm. she went to, like, I just, I don't know. I just saw my mom just really. Um, I don't know. She was just really, she really built character in me. Um, that really complimented what my dad did to teach me about being a man. My mm-hmm. mom did a really great job, in my opinion, um, of making sure that I was a well-rounded man. Um, mm-hmm. so cleaning and cooking and teaching me, um, even when I started to develop my own fashion, just giving me, um, just tips like quality over quantity, Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, like she would tell me all the time. Like my mom hates the fact that I'm so into sneakers because she just cannot fathom spending over like eighty bucks for a pair of sneakers. Because in her brain, <laughs> in her brain, I'd rather spend two, three hundred dollars on this nice pair of loafers or whatever that are timeless, that are this, this, and that, versus this sneaker 
you know, this colorway that ain't going to be in style in the next five months. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what her brain is. But she, right. so while I take on some of that, because <laughs> I'm still going to do my thing, like, but she, but it was just those kind of like less, but that taught me, right? She the one who taught me, and Asha hates it, that if you buy a gift for the house and you give it to me as a gift, then you didn't get me a gift. You bought a gift for my house. So don't mm-hmm. give me no pots and pans for Christmas. That right. ain't for me. Everybody going to mm-hmm. use those. That's a right. gift for that. So say this is for the Raj. Don't say this is to Josh. Right. <laughs> so like, you know, so it was, so, um, so, but I say all that to say, she <laughs> gave me those lessons as a, mm-hmm. not just to like, you know how sometimes some women would do things like teach certain things to their daughters. Right. But she gave me specific lessons to make sure that, you know, man, woman, whoever, you need to be equipped with these skills. Right. Um, and she made sure that she did that. And as we got older, um, our fa- father, so our mother son relationship really evolved into this. This is my baby boy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Type of thing. Well, I think it was always there. I think the closeness of us, I think me moving away really pricked her heartstrings more even more and so mm-hmm. like even if we go a few days without talking she's like call it's like what's what is your problem right <laughs> um so yeah it's it's i definitely feel being an only in, in the only son how was it for you though kind of spreading that boy mom <sighs> love among two other brothers <clears throat> yeah, it's weird because so we have a weird dynamic so i'm the middle boy okay um so Dante's the firstborn. I'm like there, and then Kendall's the baby. So the babies get a different type of love. Mm-hmm. Um, Dante's the firstborn, so I was always in this like weird space. Um, and we all have different personalities. I give my mom like hell. I ain't gonna lie. Like I was bad attitude, talking back, whatever. <laughs> my mom got on my nerves. It is what it is. But Kendall was a baby, so he got away with stuff. Dante was our firstborn. So Dante, if truth be told, I'm gonna say this on the radio, on the, on that radio podcast. Dante's my mom's favorite child. Like she can deny all she wants, but Dante is her favorite child. Like Dante, Rashonda just would say that about me, and my mama would deny it, and I would, I would deny. Dante is my mom's favorite child. No, Dante is my mom's favorite child. Like Dante, like, and I don't know if it's based off expectation or what. Like, I can literally (laughs) take my mom out to Ruth Chris this weekend, Mm -hmm. buy her gifts, handbags, all the things. Mm -hmm. Right. Let my brother Dante just give her a phone call, and not even on Mother's Day. That they can call her the Monday after Mother's Day and she make a big deal. You know, Dante called me or like Dante can like do anything and like pick her up, do the bare minimum. And she's in a, in a, a whole just, you know, my, my son call. Yeah. I'm like, okay. All right, mom. So, um, but it, it was something, you know, I, I'm not going to, you know, I ain't going to hold you. Um, it's just a different relationship, but kind of you kind of already mentioned earlier was going to be a question later on. But um, okay, as far as lessons, um, you kind of mm. mentioned it. Lessons that we've learned, um, and I would kind of you kind of mentioned some of the lessons you learned from your mom if you want to kind of go a little further. But I think the one of the biggest lessons that my mom learned, I think you kind of mentioned to it, like my mom, um, kind of you know instilled like the what are the gentlemen like, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The you know, how to treat women. What is it like yeah. to treat a woman this way? How you should approach women, how you treat women, um, which I I think has helped me out in my lifetime um, in terms of making sure that women are always taken care of, provided, protected, sure. um, you know, not insulted, um, 
all of those things. Have we been perfect throughout the years? No. But I think it's helped me out to understand the value of a woman, right? Yes. I think that's my mama kind of taught me that women mm-hmm. are extremely valuable. Um, and even within that, um, my mom also did not allow us, kind of like to your point earlier, to just be just the typical man, mm. like that you mm-hmm. see on TV, you know, just dumb and all you know how to do is just fix a car. You know what I'm saying? Like Cut the grass stuff like and that. wash a car. Cut the grass. It. You know, none of those. Like my mom was like, no, you need to be able to dress. You need to be able to groom yourself. You need to you um, cook clean. So like you said earlier to your point, like as far as being the well-rounded man, mm-hmm. um, being domestic, but also I didn't really pick up a lot of the the blue collar stuff. I'm sorry. I just, no, I didn't either. Thing. Um, but you know, I can, I can fend for myself. It would, you know, I, I, you know, I think I said, I value marriage. I appreciate marriage, but I, there's never gonna be a point in my life where it's gonna be like, I need to be with the woman because I can't iron my clothes, wash my clothes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the typical man on TV, like they don't yeah. know they're oblivious, can't handle the checkbook can't raise their own kid like none of those things like if mm-hmm. i was by myself i'll be able to do all those things and i really attribute that to my mom making me um extremely well-rounded and not just be um one dimensional in terms of my in my manhood uh so shouts out to her for that um because you know i think it's, it's, it's paid dividends throughout my life so any any other additional lessons you feel your mom has taught you um yeah um a lot of them Actually, mm-hmm. I think I can add on to that even a little bit in the character piece. Um, the interesting, the interesting dynamic about my mom and teach me those lessons with that. My mom is, I won't say was, is a career woman, mm-hmm. um, but also very much so a house a housemaker. Right. She cooked every day. Mm-hmm. Um, did the primary cleaning, but my dad did the laundry. It was just his thing. Right. Um, and so they had very, I won't say they had roles, but they understood what their what their gifts were in the home. Right. And they leaned into that. Right. And, but she never questioned my choices or, you know, the dynamics that me and my wife have because she doesn't do, you know what I'm saying? Because she did something different. Right. right. She raised us to be in spaces where um, you want to be able to do this. Or you could do it for yourself. This is how I've navigated marriage and life. But I right. want you to be equipped with all the things, and then you make the choices of right. what your house. So I really give her credit for that, particularly because again, she wanted to make sure I was a well-rounded human being mm-hmm. first and foremost. Right, uh, and she knew that my dad would give me some of the stuff that you know a dad would give a son, um, but she, you know, in her own way, very much so contributed. She was my spiritual leader. Um, mm-hmm. most of my life. My dad wasn't really into church until my older years. Um, and he would go, but that would really right. just be it. And if it was a Cowboys game, he wouldn't go at all. Um, <laughs> but, now, but now he's in a space where my, my dad sitting there reading the Sunday school book, you know, throughout the weekend, read his Bible mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that wasn't the dad I grew up. My dad wasn't no like heathen, but he just wasn't into church and stuff like right. that. Uh, so my mom, you know, primarily led our house spiritually. So I did grow with the mom who was interceding. <laughs> In the house. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so, but in that case, though, she taught me the power of like praying and believing and having faith and being yeah. 
um, committed to the church. And again, right, me and you have both talked about this, I think in our episode a couple of years ago, um, Miseducation of Christianity, where we talked about how we've kind of, uh, some of the stuff we were taught wasn't, you know, it was more culture than it was, you know what I'm saying, um, Bible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but having that foundation, though, provided um, a way of living and a way of believing, right, um, that I think right. is was crucial to who I am today. Um, so I definitely credit her for that. Um, and some other lessons that she taught, and uh, you you probably could agree from your own childhood and life, were just I think some things, while blackness is not a monolith, I think there mm-hmm. are some things that are just universal to black households. Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The getting up in the morning, on Saturday morning, cleaning up. Oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Make sure that house is clean. <laughs> you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Don't leave no dishes in my sink at night. You know, no. all, all that different kinds. I remember my mom waking us up sometimes because the floor wasn't swept. That oh, means yeah. her kitchen ain't clean. Oh, yeah. Um, that kind of stuff. Well, if you just load the dishwasher, I th- I'll never forget it was a holiday recently when I was at home. And I said, Jay, my, my nephews, I said, Jalen and Trinity clean the kitchen. She said, no, they didn't. They washed the dishes. They didn't clean my kitchen. <laughs> and I said, ooh, I said, that's the Robin I know. I said, because that grandmama, see, that, we had to talk about that too. The granny version of them is very different. I said, right. but when that line came, I said, that's the Robin I grew up with right there. Oh, the, one, yeah. the one who was like, my counters ain't wiped off, this table dirty, the floor ain't swept, the floor ain't mopped, the blah, 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 blah. Um, so, yeah, so certain things like that, I do remember if we ever got invited to someone's home for a holiday, bigger holiday, small holiday, my mom is cooking at minimum a small one meat, two sides at our home. She said, we ain't going to mm-hmm. nobody's house and not have food at your own house. That's just like how it is. We, you, right. you don't depend on leftovers to eat. <laughs> so, right. so when like, so when me and my college friends would get together, like we've been doing Christmas and we say we go over to somebody else's house, Ashley, like, why you cook? I said, because I was taught you have a meal at your house. <laughs> right. So if there ain't no leftovers, you come home and you got food. Um, oh, yeah. You don't eat everybody cooking. You right. know, you know, you don't eat everybody food because everybody, you know, some folk ain't clean, some folk ain't nasty, you know, some right. folk are nasty. Um, you know, all that, you know, just that kind of stuff, you know, just like, mm-hmm. you know, how to clean and just some of the black stuff that we do, wash, oh, your, yeah. wash your meat before you cook it in. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> how to season your food, season it the right way. And like, right. you know, all those different types of things, those those kind of universal black things. Um, they're not just black moms, but black people. We're going to give the credit to moms that moms, yeah. you know, teach. And it oh, yeah. carries from generation to generation yeah. um, because it's just stuff that, you know, that's necessary that you do. Yeah, I agree. And and I think everything you mentioned, I think my mom was responsible for, like as far as definitely the faith, mm-hmm. um, the principles of faith, the cleaning, all that kind of stuff. So my mom was definitely a neat freak. If anybody knows my mom, she's a cleaning Nazi. If it don't smell like bleach, it ain't clean. Um, <laughs> yeah, like mm-hmm. it's all those things. So shouts out to mom for that. Um, so Mother's Day is coming up. How will you be spending your Mother's Day? Well, I'm a husband now. And okay. um, the one line I use every year that Asha absolutely hates, but it is so true, <laughs> and I say it. I'm like, you hate my mom. <laughs> so, and and the only reason why I say that is because I always go to the boys and be like, what are y'all going to get your mom for Mother's Day? She's like, what you going to get me? I said, it's right. about the boys. You ain't my mom. Excuse me. Right. I said, well, I'm going to honor you as a mother and the mother of my right. children. I said, don't you ever mistake about that. You're going to always get honored. You right. are the mother of my children. I said, but I have a living, breathing mom. Right. I said, so while I honor you, I have to honor my own mom. I said, so I'm going to get you a gift. Don't worry about it. 
Um, I said, but 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 my I feel like my job as a husband is to raise up my sons to be able to honor their mother in the same way. Because I told Asher right. this, I said, how would you feel if when they got married, you, I mean, you will you will become second place to their wives ultimately. Right. I said, but mm-hmm. on Mother's Day, they just sent you a little card and went on about their business. I said, your feelings right. would be hurt. I said, right. now I'm not saying that that's what you want me to do. I said, but I'm raising them to have that attitude about their mom so they can honor their mother and honor their wives, right? And understand the duality of the day. Uh, So I say all of that to say uh, I will be because my mom is in Memphis. And my mom did say that she's going to start, um, just like she's going to start splitting Christmases, she's going to start splitting Mother's Mother's Day uh, with me and my sisters. And they're going to be this year because she ain't got no plans on coming. Uh, Well, she will be at the end of the month, but not for Mother's Day. but yes, yeah, so I'll be with my wife. Um, Asha typically wants to go out. Um, mm-hmm. That's another difference. My mom hates going out to eat dinner on holidays. Mm-hmm. She, she asked my dad to fire up the grill and all that other kind of stuff. Um, Asha prefers to go out, so I'll be making sure we go somewhere. Um, I try to, we have this thing that Asha and I do. We try to go to new restaurants mm-hmm. we've never tried before, so I'm trying to find something if all the reservations aren't going. Um, she hasn't really said what she want, what she wants. So I'll be just, you know, leaning into stuff that I know she likes and appreciates. Um, but that's it. Helping my boy celebrate their mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, me celebrating her as a mother. And then also, um, what's the word I was about to say, you know, and then, you know, FaceTiming and talking to my mama. That's pretty much what mm-hmm. I'll be doing. How about you? Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do fully. Uh, I'm to the same point of when it comes to like mother's day, like although like Lawrence, my baby's mom, like if I do get a gift, it's from it's from Brooklyn. Like mm-hmm. that's you're her mom. You know what I'm saying? Uh I do like you said, I do honor her as being a mother. She's a good mother. But like she's Brooklyn's mom and I want Brooklyn to be, you know, she's two and a half, so she can't really pick anything else. So I might mm-hmm. try to find the time to pick have her go you know, or I, I I bought stuff already. I got things. I always get gifts, but like part of me also wants to like Brooklyn, let's go to the store and find mommy something. Mm-hmm. So it'd be mm-hmm. like, well, Brooklyn, Brooklyn picked this out, right? So I want it to be a thing <laughs> where it's it's Brooklyn. So I'm just like, any cards, whatever. Like if it's Mother's Day, I'm it's coming from Brooklyn. It's not coming from me. Like you're not my mom. Um, I honor you in the place of you being, you know, a good mom to my my daughter. But you know, I wanted Brooklyn to be the person, even from from here on out into history. Yeah. Once Brooklyn can start like buying stuff or f- picking stuff out i'm like bro go you pick something out for your mom mm-hmm. like and i don't care what it is i'll pay for it as long as it ain't crazy but like i'll buy it and that's a gift from from you so it's it's their thing um i've done things like getting like coffee mugs and stuff like that just mm-hmm. because you know it's mother's day and i do love you know i like to say i lean into what she already likes um but another thing is too it's like my mom actually lives here so it's like a tough thing navigating yeah. yeah you know the mother of my child but then my actual mother mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and then on top of that my mom's birthday is later on this month too so it's kind of month i don't have no money in, in may um i'm the same way so brother. so it's really okay it's because ashley her birthday is in may too ashley's birthday ashley's mama's oh. birthday um oh jesus my niece my eldest sister ashley's oh, yeah, cousin done. It's like a bunch of right. birthdays. And it's Mother's Day. And Mother's All Day. That. And then when Ashley was in school, graduations, when she became an AKA, that was in May. It was a lot. May is always 
<laughs> just yeah. an expensive month. Yeah. yeah. So within that, like, so I'm having to figure that out. And and I I don't like going out to eat on Mother's Day because it's just so much. No, I get um, it. But I, you know, whatever they want. And that's the thing. It's like I have to choose, not choose, but kind of navigate, you know, because we only go in one place. We're not going multiple places for Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Like, we're not doing that. So, yeah. So, Asha, um, Asha's mom lives here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. she's coming with us. Wherever we decide right. to go <laughs> is where she's going to eat, you know, for yeah. Mother's Day. And so, it's kind of a, a plus plus because Asha's like, this is where I'm going, mom. You know what I'm saying? So, she kind of takes it as a thing to honor her mother um, right. as well. But we ain't doing no separate dinners mm-hmm. and all of that no. kind of stuff. Nah. So I'm probably gonna pick the pick the spot and we gonna just eat there. Mm-hmm. Um, pick my mom up, you know, get her a gift too. So it, that's a tough part. It's just navigating that. So uh, I think you already kind of answered the question regarding how to navigate mothers of your kids and your actual mom. Yeah. Now I will um, say the one thing, the only thing I think I do different than you is that I do get Asha a gift from me, and I mm-hmm. think I will continue to do because I just and again. You know, it was how I was right. I saw my dad do that, right? Mm-hmm. So my mom's mom passed away before my parents even met. Right. Um, so okay. she never, you know, was able to celebrate her mother for Mother's Day as a, you know, a full adult and wife and mother and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I always saw how my dad dealt with it. And sometimes okay. what he would do is he would go to church with my grandmother. Uh-huh. And then, you know, they would come over to Memphis. My grandma lives across the bridge. And then they then they would spend the rest of the day together. And my mom was never felt slighted mm-hmm. by that. Because she's like, it's Mother's Day. That's your mama is living under your mm-hmm. mother. But at the same time, she also had an expectation. Like, I am your wife and your baby's mama. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So it would it would be the convenient. And my grandmother is a pretty simple woman. So whatever. And then mm-hmm. both of them don't like restaurants, kind of like you, don't like restaurants on holidays. So when my dad had fired up the grill, it was just, it was almost like a mini little Thanksgiving or something, except, you know, right. barbecue. Um, well, really steaks, because that's what they're going to do. They're going to put some steaks on the grill, some potatoes and whatever, whatever. Um, but yeah, and my mom understands my daddy can't really cook, so she would cook her own sides. <laughs> um, <laughs> but after that, she would chill, you know what I'm saying, rest of the day. Um, so it was, so I learned the duality from watching my dad. And that's just kind of what I've mirrored, and it works. Specifically, since my mom isn't here, like there isn't a big thing, but my right. mom has come a couple of Mother's Days. I think the year I graduated with my second master's, and then there was an earlier Mother's Day she was here. But it was cool though; mm-hmm. it was kind of the same thing. We 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 did every. I think that year I did cook, um, because it was so many of us, mm-hmm. and um, but it was cool. It was every everything was cool. Um, I haven't had that issue of like jealousy or anything like that. Asher just hates that phrase, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I haven't had any big, big issues with that duality. Yeah. Okay. All right. Before we wrap this conversation up, Mama's sure. boy, what does that mean to you? Uh, in terms of just the whole connotation. Um, I think it gets a bad connotation because you see mm-hmm. examples like in Think Like a Man, the mm-hmm. Terrence J character. Right. I think that isn't it. I'm not saying that that don't exist because I'm sure that exists. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, but I think, kind of like we talked about with Blackish, it is an over dramatized version because mm-hmm. I don't think that that's the majority of Mama's Boys. Um, right. I do believe, just like girl dads, boy moms, you know, are kind of critical to who you bring home and 
Yep. Um, things like that. They want to make sure that, you know, they have a, you know, a woman who's going to take care of their son, so to speak, mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. They have expectations. I'll just say it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but am I a mama's boy for sure? Um, mm-hmm. you know, my wife is definitely the first woman in my life. Um, but if I have the capacity, if my mama needs something, I am dropping yep. what I'm doing and I'm making it happen. Um, I'm supporting my mom. I am um, hopping on projects. And it's, like you said, much she get on my nerve about me being her tech, per her IT person and her whatever. Like mm-hmm. she called me this evening asking me. She's you know, it's, it's the jurisdictional women's convention down there in Tennessee. <laughs> and she's doing the women's convention highlights. And she was saying, oh, let me read this to you. Make sure this sound right. <laughs> you know, so like even little stuff like that. I'm just like, mama. Right. But. You know, you know, but she'll make a kid feel good. Be like, thank you, son, for your expertise. I know you. I know you get paid to write words. So, right. you, know, <laughs> you know, little <laughs> stuff like that. You know, and then be like, oh, don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, so I think you know, me and my mom do have a special bond, a special relationship, and um, and I love it. I wouldn't change it for the world. And uh, I'm a proud mama's boy, but I think I have, if I must say so myself, I think I have a really great balance of how yeah. I deal with that. Uh, that re- that very real uh, reality mm-hmm. while also being husband, father, and all the other things that I am. So how about you? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with the mama's boy connotation? <clears throat> yeah, I'm definitely a mama's boy. Like, I love my mom. My mom, I was a single parent home, so my mom mm-hmm. definitely has major influence. I am going to stop. I might complain the whole time doing it, <laughs> but I'm going to stop everything I'm doing to make sure my mom is taken care of, make sure she's, you know, got mm-hmm. what she needs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll jump through hoops. Like I said, even though she gets on my nerves, I'll jump through hoops and stuff like that. Um, I do have Brooklyn and Lauren um, who are definitely, you know, the heads of, in terms of, you know, most important women in my life, you know, and, and that's, you know, they're real close in terms of importance because Brooklyn yeah. can't do anything for herself. So um, <clears throat> I do have to make sure they're first, but I wouldn't even say that if it had been for my mom, then I wouldn't be the husband or father I am today. Yeah. So, like she taught me what that was like. So, shouts out to her for that. I'm, you know, proud to be a mama's boy. I do love my mom, um, and I just want to continue to make sure that she's taken care of. So, shouts out to all the mama's boys out there. Um, I know there is a dramatized and also like a stigma of, you know, the dudes putting their mom before their wives. Yeah. Um, I know that's real, but I, you know, that's not what it is here uh, yeah, on nah, this front. Um, so we do love our moms. We appreciate our moms. Is there any closing thought or remark you want to say or a shout out to your mom? Any heartfelt words for those mama's boys or moms out there that you want to give? Yeah, sure. I just got this. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> if a wor- if a song speaks life, that's a song. This intro, my God. You love an intro. We're going to get to the chorus. I don't know if that is copyright. Mama, mama, you know I love you. 
You know I love you, mama. Mama, you're the queen of my heart. Your love is Mama, loving you is like food to my soul. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. shout out to Big Mom who lost a leg because she just stopped eating fried chicken. Looking the worst, Terry. They are not cutting my leg, and that's that. And and, and they cut it. Family is like a hand. <laughs> we separate, but we come together. We can strike a mighty blow. Yeah, y'all gotta, Shut up. You got to watch those films as an adult. <laughs> they, hit so, they hit so different. Um, any other thing you want to say, Cliff remarks you want to give out that shout-outs that you want to give? <clears throat> yeah, shout-out to every mom out there. Moms are extremely important. You do a lot of work, especially those single moms out there, man. I don't know how you've done it. I don't know how you continue to do it gracefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in, in, in often cases, you don't get any support. Um, so we do love you. We appreciate you, every mom out there. So if you're listening uh, from the Jigsaw Podcast to you mothers out there, happy Mother's Day. Uh, you deserve more than just a day. You deserve all the flowers, all the roses, everything um, you know yes. that you deserve. So we appreciate you, and we do love you. Can we say one thing? We're going to say this yeah. on Father's Day. Single dads, this ain't your day. This ain't. Don't it's do that. Day. We say it to the niggas. women, and we're going to be, we're going to, we're going to, it's, it's about inclusivity right here. Brothers, right. this ain't your day. You ain't her no, mama. No. You are a nope. great single father, but yes, you are not none of that bitter stuff. Let right. that go, right? Yes. So, with that being said, understood and accepted, I have one more thing I would love to offer as render as as into song to the pocket. Is that okay, Brian? <laughs> a, 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 B, a B selection. Go yes, for it. Go ahead. I'm ready. Hey. It's such a hood classic. This goes out this to all, out the all the baby mamas. All the baby mamas. It's so appropriate. Why was Fantasia singing this hard on that song? Because <laughs> she, it was, a, it was her, it was her story. It's her story. She's so. Tr- I love me some Fantasia Marino. My I God. love Fantasia. Um, I love her. Okay, this was a great living room. So wholesome. So, so I don't know how wholesome we goes last, Mama. I hope I did. I hope I speaking of Mama. I hope I did your pride. I hope you listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> it might be time for the Mama to cut it off. It's, yeah, you might because I think because the listener letter that we got coming, I don't think you want to hear it. Mm. So, Mom, mm. I love you, Miss Cynthia. If you listen and we love you, end it I'm now. End it now. <laughs> end it now. Press if you haven't pressed pause. Press pause now. Close the app. Because it's about to go downhill <laughs> from here. All right, Brian, let's get into some I Am My Brother and Sister Skeeper. <laughs> let's do it. Woosa! 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 All right, we're here at I Am My Brothers slash Sisters Keeper. We're black person self-care. We talk about all the things that we do to take up our black bodies. Josh, what are you doing or what have you done to take care of your black body? Um, I am finally going to, um, I've been talking about it. I actually do. I reached out to a sports massage therapist. Okay. Um, and hopefully if she has capacity, I'm getting on her books Friday, um, and get readjusted and stretched and popped and all the things I heard that it is extremely painful, mm-hmm. especially a very first time because they're like 
literally getting knots and readjusting the spine and all that kind of stuff. But they was like, mm-hmm. when you're done, you feel like a brand new person. So that's what I work out really hard. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the one component that's really missing from my journey. And um, I want to make that more consistent. Um, how about you? Okay. Um, well, the streets called our names last week. Oh, but they <laughs> did. The streets called and our names. We asked with a vengeance, if I must say so I, myself. <laughs> it was yeah, good to be street, with you, brother. It was good to hang out. The streets, I, I <laughs> Thank you for inviting me because I was willing to oh, be in the streets, but I was like, you know, you always. had to set something planned and, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was out three days, four days in a row. Yeah. Like it was, I was out in the streets. Yeah. Um, yeah, had a great get time. Home like four a.m. Sunday morning. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> and they had to go to church and serve the communion. Uh, <laughs> virtual, <laughs> virtual. We had a great time though. Great it time in the virtual. Lord. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a great time. So I'm I'm resting this weekend. I have a couple of trains I need to do. But other than that, I am resting and resting and resting. Got a haircut, so I'm you know looking good. Uh, but other than that, I'm just going to chill this weekend. I'm just. Tired. You sound like James Brown. I look good. I look good. Sing good. I smell good. Make love good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sing all the songs. Probably got a brand new bag. The big payback. The big payback. <laughs> I'm back and I'm proud. Mad's world. <laughs> Great interview. Mm. Between that and Richard Penniman, it literally gets no better. Yeah, that, that's, no the, that's the pinnacle of, of, of those things. All right, so uh, you said we have a listener letter? Oh, yeah. So, you know, putting this episode together, I saw it. So I didn't even got to ask you about Rodney Jenkins because I saw the okay. delivered. Let's, okay. let's go get to it. Okay. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, yes. Wait a minute, Mr. Bozeman. Wait, hey, 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 Mr. Bozeman. All right, good people. We are here at the P.O. Box. We've arrived again. And as you know, Rodney Jenkins delivered. I took a sneak peek into the P.O. Box this week. Um, so I have an idea. <laughs> Of what the letter is about. And I don't believe my friend Brian took the same sneak peek that I took. Um, I but my God, are you all in for a treat? So, Brian, before we get started, I want to let the people know that you too can be featured on the GXL podcast with your question by writing in to askthegxl at gmail.com. That is ASK, the GXL at gmail.com. And we will possibly read your letter out loud, give you a pseudonym because we respect your privacy and your pronouns, and give you the best. Non therapeutic advice, um, non professional therapeutic advice we can give you on Cicely Tyson's and Blue Ivy's internet. So, with that being said, understood and accepted, Brian, yeah, yes, who do we have and what do they uh, want? Pronouns, because we respect pronouns yes. here. Uh, he, him. So, give us a good, strong, strong name. Uh, oh, let's go. Since we were talking about the show a little bit earlier, let's go William Dent. William Dent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He did not age well. Uh, oh, he did not. He looks uh, Abbott. Have you seen him on Abbott? Yes. As the superintendent, oh, he looks pretty. He looks a mess. Yeah. 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 Oof. Okay. So William writes, what up, fellas? I'm a 25-year-old straight male living in New York. And as you know, rent up here is crazy. A lot of people who are not millionaires have a roommate to be able to afford a decent place to live. I am one of those people. My girlfriend and I broke up about two months ago, and recently I started my hotation. Bravo <laughs> to you. <laughs> Standing ovation. Um, however, over the past two weeks, that hotation, the hotation stopped rotating. Dang. Because <laughs> a nigga has needs. I have le- leaned on good old faithful my right hand, the right hand <laughs> of right. fellowship. 
Um, this is a pretty, uh, this is a pretty normal thing for most men. So I was not tripping about getting the job done solo. Here's the issue. My roommate works in the office and came home early one day. I was in a mood and had some porn hub, just at the porn hub on the big screen with my AirPods in. That was just reckless. That was just <laughs> reckless. Uh, now our couch is turned away from the door. So I did not see or hear him walk in the crib. Bruh. Dude caught me beaten off. Hilarious. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Not so much that he knows because that's what, you know, because uh, what man doesn't. Oh, wait, come we're back. Not so much that he knows because what man doesn't, but more so because he actually saw me doing it. He keeps tell, trying to tell me it's all well and not the trip, but I can't shake the embarrassment. What do I do? I don't want to keep living in this awkward situation. Appreciate y'all boys more than you know, Richard Dent. William Dent. Sorry, William. Dent. <laughs> I was like, who was Richard? Um, <laughs> real quick, you just got to have a conversation. It seems like he's trying to talk to you about it. If he's not tripping, then he's not tripping. I think right. it is it low key embarrassing for sure. Yes. Right? Because I think one thing that is true. Um, me and my homeboys have all talked about, you know what I'm saying, masturbation. But not to mm-hmm. the point that – well, none of us have actually lived together, but we have been in a situation where we've roomed together. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think I would want to catch one of them. But if I did, I think I would laugh about it. It would be something that we joke about periodically and going on about it. Oh, yeah. And go, yeah, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 so that's the thing. You're going to have to deal with the jokes that's going to come. Um, Always. But it wouldn't be a thing that I would, like, blast you about. And um, I think as a friend, my first – point would be to reassure you like your friend is doing like it's cool bro you good but then right. after we after we get comfortable i'm gonna ask you what what were you thinking what the hell were you thinking right. to be doing on it on the like airpods in right and that wasn't know, even smart and you know how our house is situated so you know and yeah you probably wouldn't expect me to come home early but nigga um so yeah so you, you get the joke let the jokes come off but just have the conversation make light of it because it happened Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, I don't really know what else to say, bro. That's it. Because, I mean, because if you keep avoiding it like you are, you are continuing to make it awkward. So you can end yeah. it real quick by just letting it be, had like get them laughs off and, and going on, man. Yeah. Just take the L. Yeah. Let, let, get roasted <laughs> for it. You may be the butt of some jokes at some, some events. Take it on the chin. Like, you know, it's funny. Like, yeah. your execution was terrible. terrible. Like, oh. I can see the I can see putting on the big screen, but even within that, like you know, you gotta have the remote ready so you can turn things off. Like, you know, or did you? Was it like the Apple TV thing where you yeah. use your phone and you project it? Like, what was the situation? The, situation? the AirPods being yeah, on there was all terrible. The way down? Did you just have, like because because how can you run? You know, so you gotta be prepared for all those. Things. <laughs> yeah, man. What were both <laughs> locks locked? Right, you know. So like, what? It was just bad execution, man. Um, you know. Yeah, it was a bad execution, but man, I, I say just take the take the jokes, take the L, and just go on living. Like who hasn't you know done the things right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it happens, um, and just just go on living. It's a story to tell. <laughs> it's a, um, it is a story for sure. I can just imagine walking in and seeing he's our friend Chris. Well, we as we walk in, and Chris is just <laughs> going to town on himself. <laughs> Uh, and then imagine what he was watching. Like, imagine what he was watching with mid, or like, mid, or what if it was something you totally didn't um, expect? Little, 
right like something oh like <laughs> mm. ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh. you ooh. know so that's so many things right, right? so that's, like yeah. yeah that's another thing like what were you watching brother were like you watching? that wasn't included in the list like when in, in the uh, letter like what were you watching like was it something that was just you know do you, you have know, a little women? <laughs> right like have you ever seen that thing like two girls to one cup like have you seen that like, a long I've, time ago I've seen it. Yeah, like the the most disgusting thing. I mean, but you could history. be into feet. You have somebody <laughs> rub you be into some weird face. stuff. People into stuff. Um, People into some weird. There's a there's a there's a. I told my wife. I was like, I was like, there's a category for everything. Anything you can think of, you oh, want. There's, there's a, category. a category for. There, it. I I know. <laughs> uh, we was in college just talking about porn and stuff, and mm-hmm. I there's a person who was like really into the cartoon stuff. Yeah, like that's their they enjoy. It. I'm like. Like anime porn, like How? cartoons, like weird. Yeah, like so and they even have like Simpsons cartoons. Yeah, like, like I don't see Marge like, in them like that. Like what? Nah, that's weird. Yeah, that's but, weird. Yeah, but Brian, you're right. You're gonna have to. You're gonna just take the L. Like just, just literally, because it. it's it's it happened. Like you can't. Yeah. He, your friend can't not see it, and you can't not. It can't not happen, right? Because right. it happened. Um. Now, what would be weird if they tried to make a thing about it? Every single time, but I think your yeah. friend is trying to tell you it's cool because he he don't want it to be awkward either. But that don't mean right. that once you get to a place of like, you know what I'm saying, where y'all both are chill, that it won't be a joke because it will mm-hmm. be a joke, bro. It like will just, be a joke. Yeah. Um, now I can see in the future if it's too if it becomes a joke every single time, that I can right. see you That's, getting tired of it. Because at the yeah, end of the day, like you said, what man does not masturbate periodically? Right. It just it's just what it is. You just happen mm-hmm. to get caught because you executed poorly. Um, if it's in the middle of the day like that, and you know your even though your roommate probably don't usually come home early, bro, you should just be in your room. Right. And even if you wanted the big TV up, I can see why, but not to, leave the AirPods out. So you know, cause that yeah. keeps gonna jingle. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. stuff like that. It, you could have turned it off home, real bro. quick, put your pants up, like. Cause, Cause, did you have it like? Now I got questions. Like to Brian, right. did you have the lotion sitting out? Like you, don't right. to it, you gotta be prelude because mm-hmm. you can you can't be you can't pick up all this stuff and run. Like you, <laughs> nah, like you gotta have an escape plan. You gotta have an like, escape plan, bro. And if you didn't have those things, you kind of I ain't gonna say you just said fuck because again, if this guy works a traditional nine to five hours and came home at one o'clock, yeah, I get it. Like part of me gets mm-hmm. it because you were not expecting right. anyone for another four or five hours. But the other right. part of it is that just like that happened, you gotta be prepared for the unexpected, bro. In them kind of situations. Got to. Otherwise, you gotta just stick to the privacy of your room, man. Got to. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. I would laugh. I would I would have I would have stood there for like at least 30 seconds. If you had your AirPods in, just been like, and let you feel my body heat behind you for a second. <laughs> I would have stood there and just made it real bad. And just been like, and then finally like tap you on the shoulder. Excuse me. And you would have been like, yeah. bro, nigga would have died. Nigga soul would have left his body. Can you imagine if you did just stroking that thing and then somebody walk up on you, walk got your AirPods in? Hey, bro. Oh. <laughs> I would have recorded it and then it was detected to you. <laughs> yeah, when you pop my name up on your phone and you probably gonna swipe it up with you in the moment. You ain't gonna see it no. <laughs> and you know what? That's a good one. I would have recorded, sent it to you, walked back out, left. <laughs> but so you finally got that text message. <laughs> Nigga, you knew I was there. 
funny. Oh, man. Uh, so, William, we tell people all the time to write back in, but I really want you to. I want you to fill in the details of this thing. Yeah. Uh, I want my challenge to you between now and next Thursday. Or, yeah, next Thursday. Next Wednesday. Because you know we – y'all know we record this the day before at this point. Right. So, you got a week between mm-hmm. the time you hear this until the next time we record to have that conversation. Just yeah. go and get, get it done. Just, just, do it. just talk. Because – Bro, you, so you finna lose your roommate? Like, you know what I'm saying? There's so many other things at risk here. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. what, what's what happened over, over an embarrassing moment? Um, worst things have happened in life. Trust. Worst. Trust. People are going, people out here dying who ain't never died before. People out here losing jobs and, you mm-hmm. know, getting slandered on the internet. And your homeboy just happened to catch you in a quite natural act. Um, mm-hmm. Don't make it any less funny, but it also doesn't make it any less real and common. So, yeah, man. Anything else you want to add, bro? No, nah, man, that's just hilarious, that's man. Funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe we should do a whole. We'll talk about it offline. <laughs> to a tweet episode. Uh, oops, my shirt. Oh, my we should call that "Oops, Oh My." <laughs> oops, Oh My. Oops, Oh My. The art of self self care. <laughs> oh, black man! Now that's black man. Black self-care. man self care. Nah, wow, wow, Let's head on to the end. We can wrap up this show because I told you it was gonna go left. I felt it's... it in my spirit. I knew. I knew. Listen, God had me read that God. question. We can tell our mamas to turn it off. Right. <laughs> Let's go to a great <laughs> conversation. All right. God, let me talk. Oh, let me talk. All right, we're here to great conversation where we talk about the things that get on our nerves. The way I see it is life is too short. Custom out today. Get it off your chest today. You know, don't don't live with it tomorrow. Uh, so this is where we in our show for those that don't know, we kind of get some things off of our chest. I kind of already mentioned the things that kind of made me upset me earlier too, in the Roe show. Roe v. Wade and stuff. Roe v. Wade. So do you have anything you want to add or do you nope. want to read the girls or anything like nope. that? I think All that's right. it. I don't have anything. Oh, shout out. Just yeah. one thing. Shout out to the idiot who tried to tag Dave Chappelle on, on stage. Dummy. What were he you got thinking his about, head. dude? Like, what? Whoops. And now they're trying to blame. And, sh- and shout out to the niggas who are trying to blame Will Smith for it. Like, that. Hey, girl. one plus one does not equal two here. No. It. Uh, no. no. People just. People do. People rush the stage before. It was just dumb. And I'm glad that he got his tail whooped. So now, like, people will be like, yes. I'm, I'm not, not going to do that. that. Yeah. I'm not doing that. So, yeah, anyway, that's, that's all I really have. I don't really have anything, like, super. I'm pretty sure if I sat here and thought long enough, uh, I could, but I don't. So. With that being said, understood awesome. and accepted, bro. Uh, yep. Thank y'all for listening to another episode. This has been another yep. episode of the Jigsaw Podcast, your favorite podcast. Um, yep. Please remember to always continue to support us. We love you. We love you. Love you. We appreciate you for all the support that you've given us down through the years. We are inching down up on our years. um second phase of being a toddler. We're almost two. Uh-huh. We're almost two, and um, Brian and I are going to think of some really great ways to celebrate and honor that. But until then, Brian, tell them um, how they can follow us and how they can continue to support us. Yeah, continue to uh, follow us on all the social media platforms uh, that we actually have. We're not on the Twitter or anything like that. But I think we have TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. So follow us there. Um, follow Josh and I'm Josh Rogers. Me and I am Brian here. I think it's the same thing on all platforms. We have the same information. Um, subscribe, like right? share, download the things. 
Um, let people know that we are still here having great conversations. Share with your friends and family members. Uh, we do have a great show. Shouts out to the young lady who came up and talked to me over the weekend. Basically, she I think her name was Kai. She said she listens to the show faithfully. So shouts out to you for that. We do have fans in these streets. Um, <clears throat> if you want to have any questions or anything like that, you want to, you know, ask the jigsaw, ask the jigsaw dot at the jigsaw gmail.com. Go to our website, uh, the jigsaw podcast.com. Um, we are out here. Rate us five stars. I think it all leave a comment. Let us know how great we are. As always, I'm going to say that we are great without you, but we're even better with you. We appreciate all your love and support down through the years. Josh and I, um, we do love you and appreciate you. So before we sign off, Josh, let the people know what they need to do. Um, well, the first thing you need to do is that tomorrow is a national day of prayer. You need to pray. Hey, Shondo. That's what you need to do. You need to pray. Get down mm. on your knees. Mm. I got something for you. Wait a minute. Twinkie clog. Oh, I think it's a get it get it close to God. Oh, you want to get your lesson? You want to get right in school? Get away from the drugs. Get away from the in crowd. Get it close to God. Find yourself a church home. My God. Let me tell you what um what Twinkie Clocks is. <laughs> Brian looks so irritated. I'm just like, what, where, where are we going with this? I'm trying to think. Did I pray for the USA? <laughs> oh, yes, it is. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, hallelujah! I knew it. I knew he was gonna pull that. We gonna end. We gonna end this soon, y'all. But I gotta go. I gotta go here. The Come USA on, everybody. Come on, everybody. Bring all your brothers and sisters, Brian. Sing twink. It ain't over yet. I got one more part. Then we can go home. Ooh, hallelujah to Jesus. Oh, oh, that's good, ain't it? Stir up. That's Stir church. up.
that's the first thing you need to do tomorrow is you need to pray. <laughs> you need to pray. Brian, I almost got stirred right there. That's so good to me. You know, I love Maddie's girl. Uh, we need to pray. And after you're done yes. praying, be safe and res- pray for safety and responsibility during your Cinco de Mayo endeavors. Yes. Um, this ain't our holiday, but you know we celebrate stuff that don't got nothing to do with us. Um, so while you're after eating your tacos and drinking your tequila and your beer and whatever else you're going to be indulging with, be responsible, be safe. But in all the things, you can only do what you can while you can in the very best ways that you can. But in the midst of all of your doing, do not mm. get caught. Don't get caught. With your work undone. So until we meet Shondo. again. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. We'll see y'all next bless week. Bless you. Love you.